Hello everyone, how are you doing today? Welcome to Tall Tales with Alex and today's adventure, Secret Agent Jim Bonk. Now, as we dive into this world, I want you to close your eyes and imagine a shop. It's a very tall and thin shop. The bricks are deep red. There are two big windows on either side of the front door. In these windows, are hundreds of tiny snow globes. Above the door is a sign that looks very old and faded. The sign reads, Mrs. Cardinal's Magic Snow Globe Shop. Keep using your imagination and let's walk through the front door. Mrs. Cardinal's shop has so many snow globes on so many shelves you can't even see the back of the shop. And the shelves are so high that you can't even see the ceiling. Nobody knows where Mrs. Cardinal came from or how long the shop has been there because the shop has been there longer than anyone has been alive. Mrs. Cardinal's snow globes are magical and every single one is different. They're magical because as we look at them, the snow globes take us to an amazing world far away from the one we're in now. Keep your eyes closed and let's walk over to a shelf and pick up a snow globe. Wow, that's such an amazing snow globe. Let's get a closer look and see what's inside. This globe looks really interesting. Inside is a satellite a special machine that floats in outer space. Around it float thousands of tiny bits of glitter, like little stars. This is the story of super-secret spy Jim Bonk. So make sure you're comfy, and let's find out what top-secret mission he's on today. Jim Bonk, wearing an ordinary suit, walked towards an ordinary bench under an ordinary tree in an ordinary park. He sat down on the ordinary bench, placed his ordinary briefcase next to him, and looked at his ordinary watch. But on the side of his watch was a little button, which he pressed. As he pressed the button, a small red light started flashing on the park bench. Then there was a little beeping noise, before the bench suddenly disappeared into the ground, with Jim Bonk still sat on it. But no sooner had the bench disappeared, a new bench popped out of the ground, making it look like nothing odd had happened at all. Jim Bonk sat on the bench as it travelled downwards through the ground, then through a very long and straight tunnel, whizzing past flashing lights. Finally, the bench came to a stop in a small room with a big metal door. Jim stood up from the bench and walked towards the door. He placed his hand on the screen next to it, and the door opened with a whoosh. He walked through the door and into a room that was full of hustle and bustle as people whizzed this way and that. There were people in white scientist lab coats rushing around, bits of paper flying behind them as they went. There were soldiers in army uniforms, saluting, carrying heavy boxes, and standing guard next to evil geniuses. There were people in suits just like Jim Bonk, greeting one another and handing over briefcases. Jim Bonk made his way through the crowds of people 
and over to a desk. Sat at the desk was a young man wearing a suit that was much too big for him. His name was Clements. Good morning, Clements. I'm here to hand over the top-secret files I retrieved on my last mission and find out what my new mission is. Is Major General Geraldine Major ready for me? asked Jim. Yes, she is, Agent Bonk. She's waiting for you in her office right now, said Clements. Thank you. Oh, and Clements, nice tie. Blue is a good colour on you. As Jim Bonk strode away towards Major General Geraldine Major's office, Clements's face blushed bright red. Thank you, he called towards Jim's direction. A compliment from secret agent Jim Bonk was a big deal at the spy headquarters. Jim was the top agent in all the world. Every top spy from every country wished they were secret agent Jim Bonk. He had completed hundreds of missions and never failed a single one. As he strode down the corridor, people would stare at Jim Bonk, whispering to one another and pointing, amazed that they were so close to such a legendary agent. Jim knocked on a door and heard a voice inside say, Enter! He opened the door, walked inside and gave a salute to Major General Geraldine Major. Ah, Agent Bonk, good to see you. I hear your latest mission was another success? She asked. Yes, replied Jim. I managed to get hold of those top-secret files from the top-secret base of the evil genius known as Dr. Crosswire. And he placed the briefcase on the Major General's desk, clicked both of the locks open, and pulled out some folders of paper. These files are plans to build a flying vehicle that would spray washing up liquid behind it wherever it flew, making everything and everyone extremely slippy. Dr. Crosswire wanted to cover the whole world in washing up liquid, so nobody could walk anywhere without slipping and sliding. If he had succeeded, well, there would have been chaos around the world. Well done, Agent Bonk, said the Major General. But there's no time to rest. We've got another mission ready for you. We've received word that Maniacal Maria is up to no good once more. From the sounds of it, she's created something that will be sent up into space in a couple of days. Something that would not be good for the people around the world. The jet is waiting for you and will take you there right away. Good luck and congratulations again on the last mission, Agent Bonk. Jim made his way out of the office and began to walk towards the jet. As he walked, he wiped away the nervous sweat from his forehead. Once again, he had managed to get away with it. Jim Bonk was celebrated by agents around the world, but what none of them knew was that Jim had absolutely no idea how he managed to succeed in every mission. There was one time on a mission he tripped on his shoelaces fell down the stairs and crashed into a wall which had a secret laboratory behind it. Everyone back at headquarters thought Jim had known the secret lab was there and had broken down the wall on purpose. There was another time when Jim had been searching for an evil scientist that had invented an invisibility suit when he sneezed and the evil scientist said bless you which gave away to Jim exactly where she was. Somehow, Jim was always successful. 
He was sure that one day he would fail a mission and everyone would realize that he was just very lucky. But right now, he didn't have time to think about that. He had to get to the jet and on his way to the mission. As he boarded the jet and sat down in his seat, he began to read the files about his mission. Maniacal Maria was known for causing all kinds of havoc. She was a particularly clever scientist, but unfortunately, she used her genius mind to come up with all different kinds of inventions to make life difficult for people all over the world. No matter how many times Jim Bonk successfully stopped her and put her in jail, she would always come up with some genius invention to escape. All the spy headquarters knew that something was being launched into space from her secret base very soon, and that whatever it was would surely cause trouble for people all around the world. On the seat opposite Jim was a briefcase with a little envelope on top of it. Written on the envelope was Agent Bonk's name. He reached across, picked up the envelope and opened it. Inside was a letter from Dawkins, the Secret Agent Society's top inventor. Dawkins was known for making some of the best gadgets in the world, which were always very impressively disguised as everyday objects. The letter read, Hello, Agent Bonk. In this briefcase, you will find three of my latest and greatest inventions. There is a packet of sweets. Now, they may look like normal sweets, but they're not. They're actually very small and extremely bouncy jump pads. Remove the sweets from the packet and stick them onto your shoes to be able to jump extremely high. Next, there's a pen. If you click the pen three times, it will shoot out a puff of knockout gas that will make whoever breathes it in fall asleep. Finally, there's a pair of sunglasses. There's actually nothing secret about the sunglasses. I just designed them and, well, I think they look really cool. And, well, I thought they'd look good on you. Anyway, good luck with the mission, Dawkins. It was a busy life being the world's best spy, and Jim needed to get some rest ahead of his mission, so he reached over to a small computer on the arm of his chair and pressed a few buttons. At the press of these buttons, his seat began to get longer and longer and flatter and flatter, turning into a bed. Blinds began to lower over all the windows, and a small robotic arm reached out from the wall holding a toothbrush. Jim Bonk opened his mouth and the robot began to scrub away at his teeth, making sure they were fresh and sparkling. Music on, said Jim as he closed his eyes. Soft music played throughout the jet, and he began to drift to sleep. He was woken a few hours later by the sound of the pilot over a speaker. Agent Bonk, we have nearly arrived at our destination. I believe you'll find the bag you need under the chair at the front of the plane. Agent Jim stood up from his bed, straightened his tie, and brushed down his suit, before walking to the front of the plane, reaching underneath the chair and pulling out a rather large-looking backpack. It was a parachute. The voice of the pilot returned over the speaker. I'm afraid we're not going to be able to get very close to Maniacal Maria's secret island hideout, Agent Bonk. She has radar machines that can track us if we get too close. You're going to have to parachute down. Good luck. Agent Bonk put his legs through the straps of the parachute, then pulled the straps up over his shoulders, gave them a tug to make sure they were nice and tight, 
and he pulled out the sunglasses from his suit pocket and put them on. Next to the door was a red button with a sign that read, Do not press unless in case of emergency or totally cool parachute jump. Agent Bong leaned forward, took a deep breath, and pushed the button. As the door opened, the sound of rushing wind filled his ears, his tie flapping in the wind. He looked out of the door at the earth far below. They were flying above the ocean, but there, in the middle of the bright blue sea, he could see an island. Maniacal Maria's secret island base. Agent Bonk grabbed hold of his tie, tucked it into his shirt, and stepped out of the plane. The wind hit him immediately, ruffling his normally very smooth suit and blowing his face into all sorts of funny shapes and wobbles. He dropped down towards the clouds at a tremendous speed. They looked so big and soft and white and fluffy that he might even bounce off them. But he didn't. He disappeared straight into the clouds, getting soaking wet as he tumbled through them. But as soon as he popped out the other side of the clouds, that water was instantly blown off him by the wind and he was dry again. Down he fell, rocketing towards the ocean below. But then, at the very last minute, he pulled the cord on his shoulder and poof! His parachute flew out and expanded wide and high above his head, slowing him down enough that as he reached the beach below, he simply stepped onto the sand, unbuckled himself from the parachute, and coolly strode towards the palm trees ahead of him, pulling his tie out from his shirt and straightening it. A voice crackled from the tiny walkie-talkie in his watch. It was Major General Geraldine Major. Agent Bonk, our satellites show that you have arrived at Maniacal Maria's secret base. You now need to find the secret entrance and make your way inside. Remember, it is extremely important we find out what her plans are and stop her. Be careful. It's going to be very difficult to find that entrance. Jim looked around him. As far as he could see, he was just standing on a normal beach. This didn't look like an evil genius's base at all. There were no large machines or big metal doors, no lasers anywhere to be seen. He walked across the sand towards the cliffs in front of him. They looked like real cliffs. He raised his hand and gave a knock against it. Yep. Real stone, real cliffs. Agent Bonk looked around and suddenly saw two guards patrolling down the beach, heading his way. So he darted to a nearby bush and jumped into it, making sure he was completely hidden. The two guards walked down the beach with no idea there was a top-secret agent hidden right inside the bush. One of them turned to the other and said, Here, have you heard about the new secret entrance to the base? It's very impressive. No, I've not, said the other. Tell me about it. Jim couldn't believe his luck. Well, you see that palm tree over there? You just go up to it and pull on the biggest leaf, and when you pull on that leaf, it opens up a secret rock at the bottom of the palm tree. Inside that rock is a key card. Now, if you take that key card to the cliff and look for a small red flashing light and swipe the card there, it opens a secret door in the rocks. Wow, said the other guard. That's super top secret. Nobody would ever think to do that. This base really is impossible to break into. But just at that moment, Agent 
Bonk felt his nose start to twitch. Oh no, his hay fever. Agent Bonk could feel a sneeze coming. <laughs> the two guards turned to face where the sound had come from as Agent Bonk fell backwards out of the bush, propelled by his sneeze, and straight into the bottom of the palm tree. The force of him hitting the palm tree shook two coconuts loose from right at the top, which fell down and landed perfectly on the heads of the two guards. They fell to the ground and immediately began to snore. Jim looked around to see if anyone had noticed, but nobody was there. He raised his walkie-talkie watch to his mouth and radioed Mission Control. Mission Control, I've uh, found out how to get inside the base. Well done, Agent Bonk, came the sound of Major General Geraldine Major's voice. How did you manage to find out the information? I, uh, well, I, uh, used my super top-secret spy training to, um... Take down a couple of guards, and then I used some, you know, I used, um, I used my top-secret interrogation training to convince them to tell me where the entrance was, um, and it was all very hard, and, and could only have been done by, you know, a top spy. Well, that all sounds very impressive, and that's why you're the best secret spy we have, Agent Bonk. Keep up the good work and let us know when you have more information. Over and out. Jim looked up at the palm tree next to him, found the largest leaf, and gave it a tug. Sure enough, there was a little click as a rock by his foot popped open. He bent down, and inside the rock, there was the key card that the guards had been talking about. He picked it up and walked over to the cliffs, searching for a flashing red light. He squinted his eyes and scoured the rock face, it took him a couple of minutes, but then, finally, he saw it. A very small flashing light. He ran his hands on the cliff and felt a very small crack in the rocks. Raising the keycard, he placed it into the gap in the rock and waited. The red light stopped flashing. There was a moment of silence, but then a loud sound as the cliffside began to slide backwards and then opened, revealing a door. Agent Bonk had found his way into the secret base. He took a deep breath and stepped inside. And that is where we're going to leave this adventure today, but don't worry, we're going to continue this adventure with Agent Bonk very soon. What do you think he'll find inside the secret base? What do you think Maniacal Maria's evil genius invention is? Maybe you could use your imagination to draw some pictures of what you think Agent Bonk will find. If you're enjoying Tool Tales with Alex, don't forget to tell your friends about it. It would be amazing to share these journeys with even more children. To the parents, guardians and teachers, you can find me at Tool Tales with Alex on Instagram. Tall Tales Alex on Twitter, and now at TallTalesWithAlex.com. I'm already looking forward to our next adventure. I'll see you soon.